0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Dubai Property Investment Podcast with your host Nick Hyland, CEO of Massar Capital and founder and director of Track Capital in the UK. So today's topic to kick off our first full episode is all about guaranteed returns and assured returns from hotel investments for example of what we see you know regularly in the Dubai property market now. So What we're going to do today is cover the advantages of these, the disadvantages, how they work in general. And I'm going to give you five tips and pieces of advice that I would consider if I was reviewing the market and analysing these deals out there. So firstly, to kick things off then, um, what are guaranteed returns? So effectively, what happens is you buy a property from a developer and then the developer will guarantee you a certain level of income in lieu of rental income so you sign an agreement directly with the developer team and they will say okay we'll pay you this much per year guaranteed and it's normally for a set time frame it might be three years five years or even longer in some cases so it's commonly seen with hotel investments most frequently it is possible to get guaranteed returns with residential property as well but mostly it's hotels especially in dubai it's quite a popular model here so Effectively, if the property is worth, say, 1 million dirhams, and then you were getting an 8% return for, say, five years, that means you're contractually guaranteed to receive 80,000 dirhams per year from the developer instead of a tenant, and you will have an illegally illegal, binding contract in place with the property developer to reinforce this. Okay, so you might see, you know, hotel suite, hotel suite available, downtown hotel. 1 million dirhams for a suite, 8% guaranteed for five years, okay? So that means you're buying a hotel property, then the developer is guaranteeing you £80,000 per year, sorry, dirhams per year in income, and then it's fixed for a five-year period. So each year you'll get that 80000 dirham. Okay, so obviously on the surface of it, this sounds very, um, you know, attractive and appealing, but we'll also look at, you know, some things to consider with these models as well. But To kick things off then, why would an investor want to go for such a model? Or what are the key benefits to this investment structure? So number one is time and simplicity. With normal residential property, what will happen is you'll go to a management company, a lettings and management company, you'll say, look, I've just bought this property, can I give it over to you to rent it and manage it for me? So they will find the tenants, reference check the tenants, do inspections, ensure the tenants can afford it. And then when they're in the property, they'll look after, you know, check-ins, check-outs, uh, any maintenance issues that are ongoing, etc. However, through a lot of these, you know, processes and, and procedures, they still need to speak to the landlord. Oh, okay, the chiller's broken down. Okay, the tenant hasn't paid a deposit. Okay, the tenant's uh, rental income is late. So, when these things occur, they're still going to contact you and inform you and advise you and sometimes ask for your decision or your you know what you want to do about the matter so there is still although it's a fully managed property, there's still a level of input required from the landlord, the investor the buyer so with hotel options, what will happen is or guaranteed return options, what will happen is they will just do that all behind the scenes, okay because they know at the end of the day they're going to pay you a certain amount so charges, maintenance charges, service charges, anything like that is irrelevant during the fixed return period or during the guaranteed return period. So a big, big advantage for investors is that it's effectively a passive income model. You you go down, you buy the property, bang, that's it. The next five years or however long the fixed return is, you don't have to worry about virtually anything. Okay. So for those looking for fully managed hands-off investments, it's very, very attractive especially for those that are based overseas they can't nip to the property they might not have friends or family in the area and they might not just want to completely rely on a management company it's ideal for those guys okay so number one is time and and the simplicity simplicity of the, the management structure number two is certainty obviously with property investment we have to consider the market conditions you know the supply the demand the rental rates the rental controls and all sorts of things that come along with shrewd investing or wise investing. So, when you buy a property with a guaranteed return, it gives you a huge level of certainty because you know you don't have to worry about the market conditions. Okay. If the property is not occupied or if it's occupied, if the rents are going up, if they're going down, it doesn't matter because you'll have that legally binding agreement that you're going to receive that certain level of rental income every single month. So, what's happening in the marketplace is largely irrelevant to some extent because you know you're going to get your income anyway. So huge peace of mind for investors. Again, ideal for those overseas that want a level of security, certainty that comes with one of these guaranteed contracts. Okay, moving on to the next point is the return on investment. Now, you've got to be aware when you're buying a hotel investment service department with a guaranteed return, primarily you're investing for the yield, okay, or the ROI, the return on investment. So they're more income generating assets. Now, as a result of that, what you'll find is this ROI figure tends to be slightly above the market rate or what you would find on a residential property. So if you have an apartment, say in downtown Dubai, after all your costs are taken into consideration on a premium apartment, you're probably looking at around a 4% ROI. Now, We have a hotel investment in downtown Dubai, which offer a 7% ROI, okay? So what will happen is the return on investment or the, the cash flow from a hotel investment with a guaranteed return is typically more attractive than what you would get from a normal residential property, okay? So do bear that in mind. If you're really focused on the income coming into you on a monthly basis being as high as possible, Then hotel investments can be a great business model to look at. Okay. And lastly, another big, big advantage to hotel investments is that you can leverage with them. What that means is you can use a mortgage to purchase a hotel suite or hotel apartment and still get a guaranteed return in Dubai. Now, typically, the deposit levels required will be around 40 to 60%, depending on the investor profile for this type of uh, investment. And You know it's it's very easily done and it's worth the reason why i'm mentioning it is because in many countries worldwide you're not able to finance or use a mortgage to buy hotel suites so really really important factor and what a lot of people don't think about is once you've um purchased the property and you decide to exit whether that's in five years ten years doesn't matter when you will have a wider resale market because the next buyer can use a mortgage okay if we're trying to sell something where the next buyer can only use cash, it does somewhat restrict your pool of buyers and the people that are eligible to buy the property. So really, really important because you can mortgage them, even if you're buying in cash, that makes a difference when you come to sell because you have a bigger, bigger pool of buyers to choose from. And that then may result in a more attractive sale price. So really, really important there. So just to recap on the advantages, time and simplicity. So. Very much hands off, ideal for remote investment, no stress involved at all. Certainty, there's massive levels of security which come from getting a guaranteed return, massive peace of mind, and just general, you know, nothing to worry about. You're going to get your income. You know, it's at a fixed rate, it's not going to go up and down, simple as that. Number three, attractive return on investment rates or attractive rental yields. Even after costs are taken into account, your income or your percentage ROI is likely to be higher in comparison than what you would get on a residential property. So those that are looking for income and high cash flow, great, great model to look at. And number four, you can leverage with finance. You can use a mortgage to buy them. So that means that obviously your capital outlay or the amount you're going to invest in cash at the start is going to be lower. And it also means on the resale market, when you come to exit, your pool of buyers is going to be higher, which may result in a more attractive sale price. Cool. So moving on to the next section, let's look at the disadvantage or some areas of consideration. You know, one of the things we do, which is quite unique, is we don't have to focus on one type of investment property. You know, us as a company, we're unbiased. You know, we look at different options in the market and really works out what suits suits you best, considering your objectives, your financial circumstances, your motivations. You know, we take all of this into account. So. We're always going to be honest and give unbiased advice, which a lot of companies won't do. That's just you know a quick a quick plug there. Um, so let's look at some of the disadvantages. Capital growth, okay? Capital growth means the rate at which the value property rises. So if you buy a residential property, the value that rises, if you're buying in a good location and it has a good investment case, is typically quite rapidly, especially at the moment in Dubai, seeing capital rates of you know growth rates of know 7 to 15 percent a year some areas 20 30 percent in those especially the high-end market the villa market has done very well in recent years so when you buy a hotel property as i said before and when i say hotel property they're normally the ones with guaranteed returns they are primarily focused on their income so traditionally the value of hotels they don't increase at the same rate as a residential property would so to be really simplistic if those, for those looking on YouTube now or viewing on YouTube, you buy a hotel property here for a million dirhams, you buy a residential property here for a million dirhams, what you'll see is the value of the property, the residential property, will increase at a more rapid rate over time, okay? So you may be getting cash flow on a more higher rate on the hotel property, but the value of the residential property over time will likely increase at a faster rate. In comparison to the hotel apartment, so you do have to bear that in mind. However, don't forget you can still buy off-plan hotel investments and benefit from attractive capital growth through that construction period. And projects like um, the World Islands, the heart of Europe, and um, we've seen really really strong value rises on those types of investments because they're they're really unique and supply is so so restricted. As the profile of that site has grown, we've seen the values you know really increase as the demand from buyers has. Cool. Moving on to the next point, another disadvantage is hotel investments are typically classified as a commercial asset. So what that means is that a VAT charge will be applicable. So on all hotel purchases, you do have to pay a surcharge of 5% on VAT of the property value. Okay, and that is payable uh, at the time of booking. Now, some investors, some developers, sorry, will um, package this up within the price. So they won't say there's an explicit VAT charge applied. They'll say, you know, we'll cover this for you. But do remember, that's probably just reflected in the price that they're charging anyway. Um, but most developers will just, you know, let you know there's an additional 5% that's due on booking for VAT. Cool. Now, the last one I want to talk about in terms of a disadvantage is it's quite a meaty one. It's reliance on the developer. Okay. So when you buy a residential property, you do have full control over it, okay? So you can rent it on a short-term basis. You can rent it to long-term tenants. Um, you can control the rental rates. Um, you've just got a lot more flexibility and, and control. Even if someone's managing it for you and looking after it, you call the shots, right? It's down to you what you do with it. If you decide, oh, I've had enough now. I want to live there, then you can do, okay? With hotel investment, there is a level of reliability on the developer, okay? The way you should look at it is that you are forming a business commercial partnership with a developer. So you really need to analyze the investment and say, you know, is this going to be successful on a business level? OK, is the hotel project going to have high occupancy rates? Are they going to fetch the rental rates that they want on a nightly basis? OK, but with all that being said, you still have to rely on the developer and the management company to do that. Okay they're the ones that have to market the development. They have to you know, really improve the reputation of the site. They have to ensure that all the operations and the actual maintenance of the property and the level of service they're providing on site is on point. Okay, They have to make sure that they're getting those four or five star reviews from guests and really improving the reputation to so the occupancy rates increase over time. Okay, And when you're investing, you are partnering with, you're choosing a developer that's going to do that on your behalf. So You really got to be confident that the project itself and the team behind it are going to do a good job okay so there is a level of reliance and trust on the developer that's required that isn't there on normal residential property so you should certainly bear that in mind okay and just to expand a little bit on the point i mentioned there with regards to relying on the developer and you know analyzing the the project itself okay what A lot of investors do when they start to review the hotel uh, investment models and the opportunities out there is they'll analyze the transact or the deal like they would a residential property. So they'll say, oh, how big is it? What's the view? Okay, these are wrong questions to ask for hotel investments. If you're buying a residential property and renting it to a tenant, of course, that's important. Okay, in fact, it's critical. But if you're buying a hotel investment, it's almost just the bottom line figures and the the business case of the project as a whole that you want to consider. That's great, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Okay, and when we say consider, we wanna be looking at You know, uh, as I touched on earlier, occupancy rates, projected rental rates per night or charges per night, uh, on-site amenities. You know, how attractive is this to to potential guests? How unique is it? Um, Is it going to attract, you know, uh, some of the existing hotel crowd in Dubai enough for them to switch over from their regular hotels? Is it going to be the holiday crowd? What target markets are the guests coming from? What websites are they going to list on? Do they have existing reviews on the hotel already, if it's ready? Um, all of these factors you want are questions that you want to look at and fundamentally decide, is it going to be a successful hotel? And is it a developer and management company that I can trust? Okay, those questions are far more important than what's the size of the unit? You know, what's the square foot size? It really, really doesn't matter. The reason it doesn't matter is because guests know how, how big hotel rooms are, right? They'll look at the images when they're making the booking. They'll, they'll look at the, you know, the example illustrative images and they'll say, yeah, that's big enough for me. That's fine. That's a hotel suite. We're not going to spend much time there anyway. We're more so going to be using the facilities and be on the beach and by the pool. OK, so really, really take that on board when you're reviewing these investments. Look at the business case, the developer profile and the project itself and ask, is that going to be successful? Don't worry too much about the say, square foot of the property. If it's 300 square foot or it's 350 square foot. Fundamentally, it's not going to affect your investment, okay? So do bear that in mind as well. Right, moving on to the last section now then. Here are five tips from me that I think investors going into the Dubai market specifically should consider when they're analysing hotel investment property. So pointer number one is do not go yield hunting. What that means is don't simply go out there and look for the highest fixed return you can get and decide uh, or uh, and go for how the longest fixed return you can get or the you know, longest guaranteed period. So we'll get a lot of investors that say, you know, I want to get a 10% ROI for five years. It can't be below 10%. I really want 10%, okay? This is fundamentally flawed investment strategy, okay? The reason why it is is because that developer is giving you 10% because they need to sell the units, okay? It hasn't been able to sell at a lower rate in most cases so they need to incentivize buyers to purchase into the scheme so yes they might offer you a 10% but they might just reflect that in the purchase price and it might be you know an average hotel or fundamentally you know an average location or the management company might be average there's a reason why it's not high performing okay because i'm telling you now good hotel managers operators and developers don't just give out 10% returns okay they're doing it because it's either reflected in the price or because it's a mediocre project and they want a bit more demand from investors. So don't just look at the rental return. Look at the fundamental long-term um, possibility of success in the project. You know, is this going to be in demand in ten years' time? Is this going to see is this, is this location? Sorry, going to see growth? Is it going to have good occupancy rates? That will influence your value when you exit a lot more than you know the the, the initial guaranteed return. So do bear that in mind. Don't go yield hunting or, what you know, don't go ROI hunting, so to speak. Number two, make sure the project itself and the developer are well funded, okay? If it's a ready project or nearly ready, it's less of an issue because you're going to have the, you know, the construction risk will be minimized. And and also, the developer will start getting income from the guests soon. And also, because they've sold a load of properties there, assuming if it's nearly ready, Um, it means that they're they're quite liquid. They've probably got a lot of money there. So do bear that in mind as well. Your risk or your your exposure, if something is ready or operational, is drastically lower than if you're buying off plan. May seem obvious, but do bear that in mind as well because countless investors do ask, you know, who's the developer, even though the project is ready? A far more prudent question would be, who's the management company? Who's responsible for operating this on a day-to-day basis? Yes, your agreement is with the developer, And legally, they are enforced, Or sorry, uh, legally, they are uh, liable to pay your return. However, if the project is incredibly successful, that's really what matters because then obviously they're going to you know pay your return. So do bear that in mind. Make sure the project and the developer are substantial, uh, well funded, um, and uh, um, you know they're going to be in a position to pay your return based on the success of the project. Okay, number three. it's about awareness, okay It goes back to what I mentioned earlier. you're buying a hotel asset for the income and for the ROI it's going to produce. you're not buying it for the value rise, okay? Yes, you might get a bit of property growth and a bit of uh, capital appreciation. fundamentally though, you're buying for that cash flow in that seven, eight percent mark in terms of the income that you're going to be getting per annum per annum. So my point to raise my tip is. Just know what you're getting yourself into, and that's what you're focusing on. That should be your strategy going into the uh, into the investment. Number four, again, this probably seems like quite an obvious one to a lot of people, but it's about detail and analysis. Okay, the pointer is make sure all the terms and conditions are clear, fair, and not onerous in the sales and purchase agreement. So make sure, obviously, you know the, the pricing structures in there, the return structure structures in there, the frequency of returns in there costs are in there management costs service costs uh ad hoc fees uh, damage fees uh, maintenance costs uh what else would i think about uh in what events can the developer get out of paying your return that's that's a big one uh and fundamentally just make sure it's a fixed return okay so it's not a variable return uh, don't trust your agent read the bloody uh read the le- le- sales and purchase agreement the legal document okay Number five, the final tip from me, focus on the financials and business model of the project and the, um, you know, the asset that you're, you're buying. So it goes back to what I said earlier. Don't worry about the size, the views. Just make sure it's a standard you know, hotel size for that project. Make sure the views are you know, not facing a wall directly. Make sure they're reasonably okay. But don't just go looking for these things, okay? Make sure that the success of the project um, is, is very, very likely. And look at you know potential occupancy rates, price per night. And these are the factors that you want to consider. So hopefully that helps, guys. Um, I reeled through that quickly as to not take too long. Um, there's plenty of really, really solid hotel investment opportunities in Dubai. Uh, we've got opportunities starting from just over 800,000 dirhams. Uh, we've got new really, really unique properties as well up at the more premium end of the market. But We've got some available, you know, on the front of JBR Beach or Dubai Marina for those that know, offering a 7% return guaranteed for 10 years. We've got other opportunities where the, the um, track record of the hotel is phenomenal. One in particular has over 35,000 guest reviews, ranking the hotel nine out of 10. Okay. That one offers an 8% net return for 10 years. So when you look at that and you see the track record and the success of the hotel you know that the risk profile is very, very low. So can't recommend projects like that enough. And then we've got some other ones which are far more unique, like the heart of Europe, for example. You can get in there at 1.4, 1.5 million dirhams and get an 8.33% guaranteed return for a 12-year period on what a project, what a lot of people are referring to as the Maldives of Dubai. So private island investment, very, very exclusive, extremely challenging to build out and, you know, logistically scale that development which is a really really key factor because it's so hard to compete it's very very challenging for a developer to you know buy the island next door and build there it's just logistically challenging because it's on a private island so that project i'm a big big believer in uh, and their doors are opening very very soon as well so if you are interested in discussing any hotel investments or any nor- normal residential options direct from the developer do get in touch with me if you're on YouTube, you'll see the links below or check out the description on the, uh, the podcast channels. And my name has been Nick from Massar Capital. Uh, reach out, any questions, let me know and I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye.